Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. This is episode eight of the podcast that's all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we could be more motivated and focused on him and less empty and miserable in life. Today, again, I have a co-host, uh, Lucas Lassinger, with me. Uh, Lucas, how's grad school going? It's going very well, and I got some feedback a couple weeks ago that I didn't quite have the, the punchy excitement, especially by the time we've fan, like we, we reached the end of the podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to say it's super, and I am amazing. Wow, yes, you are. I think your mother would say that you're just amazing. Yes, yes, well, she, she is uh, a big fan of mine. I am definitely the favorite child, and that's going to fit in with what we're talking about today. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, so, so what are we talking about today? So this is our third episode in our Now What series. and We're recapping the life of Joseph. We did a, a sermon series on it earlier this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series was called It's Complicated. You preached a lot of that and Pastor Jeff joined in with you. Uh, and so it's all about the life of Joseph. So for those who aren't familiar with the life of Joseph, I'm going to give us a recap as quickly as I can and as fun as I can of where we've reached so far. You ready? Let's do it. You got to buckle your seat. I don't have the flanograph like we used to have when I was in Sunday school and we would study this, but buckle your seatbelt because this might get a little wild. This might get a little outside the typical biblical writing. I'm going to do my best to keep it fun. (laughs) So there was this man and his name was Joseph and he was born into a big family. It's like 28 kids and counting that old TLC show except it was 11 brothers, so a lot of boys in that household, and uh, he was spoiled, as my brother says I am. Uh, He had special clothes, privileges no one else could get. He was was the big deal kid in the house. He was the young one. He was the, the, the popular one. And his brothers, they did not like him very much. Uh, in fact, they really wanted to kill him. And, you know, that's a literally in the Lassinger house. My brother and I would throw around maybe a little bit too jokingly, but this is like literal, like, yeah, yeah this is serious stuff for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they wanted to kill him. But one of the brothers said, eh, let's just throw him in a pit. And we talked about that back in our first episode of the series. I threw him into a pit and then they decided, you know, we don't make any money if we kill him. And they were real entrepreneurs. They said, instead of killing our brother, we should make some money off of him by selling him into slavery. And so they went ahead and did that. And they make this stuff up. Yeah, they faked it out to their father, uh, stole his fancy coat and put some blood on it. And uh, they didn't have DNA typing back in the day. So no proof that it was his blood or wasn't his blood. And uh, so he ends up, getting shipped off to slavery and he ends up in the house of the pharaoh's bodyguard and uh so this guy's name is potiphar fun name if you can remember it maybe you can name your child that someday if you wanted (laughs) and uh lands in potiphar's house but he kind of lands on his feet in all honesty he's a very capable guy he he's one of those guys where everything he touches turns to gold yeah Uh, you know the real entrepreneur type for back in the day and uh, just like a lot of people have that experience where you're living your best life, uh, some trouble may start to, to brew as, you know, Joseph is taking care of Potiphar's estate and uh, Mrs. Potiphar is wanting Joseph to be taking care of her. She's kind of got the hots for him. And yeah. uh, this is where I'm going to give it back over to you and you can give us some more uh, 
perfect scriptural version. Okay, well, that was a that was a pretty good paraphrase you had going there. But I'm going to read then, uh, we're going to pick it up at that point from Genesis chapter 39. Um, I'm going to start at verse 6, and you can just listen along wherever you are today. Uh, so Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except the kind of food he was to eat. Joseph was very handsome and a well-built young man, and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded of him. But Joseph refused. He said, look, I, my master trusts me with everything in this entire household, household. No one here has more authority than I do. He's held back nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. Like, you know, in case you've forgotten, lady, right? So how could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. But she kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day. But he refused to sleep with her, and he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when, when he came, went in to do his work. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, come on, sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away. But he left his cloak in her hand and he ran out from the house. Oh boy, there is something brewing there. Wow. Yeah. She was one determined woman. She's very forward. I yeah, mean, no doubt I'm, about it. I like a forward woman, but that might be a bit much for uh, any person. <laughs> a little, little over the top, or maybe a lot. Yeah. Well, I I uh I don't know that we can all identify with that specific situation that Joseph was in. Um, but there's definitely times that we all can relate that we've been in some sort of compromising situation mm -hmm. and uh, probably wondered what to do. And I'm guessing that's the question you're going to be answering. for. Yeah, us. for sure. So, yeah, there's I mean, there are times, you know, the Bible makes it clear, you know, we're just to stand our ground and do the right thing and persevere. And and, you know, there are other times, though, we're to get out of trouble, get out of harm's way. And that's exactly the situation here, Joseph ran, and that's that's what we're supposed to do, especially when we are in a in a sexual temptation place. The Bible never tells us, you know, to stand there and try to negotiate or reason our way through it um, or to pretend it's not happening. No, 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 just the opposite. Actually, we are to run to get out of the situation as quickly as possible so that's that's it's a really powerful example uh to us you know just not to play with sexual sin yeah yeah i'm reading my transition that you have in the notes for me to the next section and uh we're gonna talk about some something that you find tempting um but you're going from sexual temptation i want to be clear that you do not have a sexual temptation by today's uncommunication it is no, just a strictly no. general temptation right so so you always uh say you know you're going to do the unpaid commercial and take us off to off the rails so today i'm doing the unpaid commercial all right i'm doing something totally random so so you do you still do you like coffee yet? Let me ask you. I that. don't. I still haven't gotten into it. You haven't grown up yet. I I'm really dismayed because I really love coffee and that's why you're short. Stunning <laughs> my growth. Yes, yes. But uh, I so I I use a French press most days, uh, almost every day, and I like French press for a lot of different reasons. But anyway, one of the things I've done for years is I buy the cheap ones. Uh, they're glass usually, and they do a perfect job. The problem is they 
they wear out. I use them every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And so I go through one or two French presses a year. So um, you can pick those up, you know, TJ Maxx, a lot of places for $10, $12. So this year, I mean, just this week, I splurged and I bought myself a, a stainless uh, insulated French press. It was, it was like almost $30. So I, I spent the big bucks, um, but I have a, a um, stainless steel uh, French press now and it's awesome. It's great. And it's not going to crack. So there you go. I recommend if you're into, into coffee that you get yourself splurge and buy yourself a good insulated French press. Cause not only does it, it not uh, crack, you know, and break, uh, but um, it keeps coffee warm, warmer, longer than the glass ones. So there you go. There you go. Wow. Well, if you ever want to know why the pastor's wired, it's caffeine from his breath. <laughs> yes. And I, I do recommend a good, good Colombian in the morning. Okay. Well, if you're going to be taking us off the rails, I guess I can be the person that brings us back on. Not a, not exactly a skill of mine, but I will give it my best shot. You Go know what it. the two words I'm going to use today are? I, I do. Uh, so what? Good work. You could be in the congregation on a Sunday morning instead of just on stage. So each week we have a so what? That's your your thing that I'm going to have to handle for you today because you're on French press mode. And today's so what is that if you are ever in a compromising situation, it could be a sexual thing, but it could be an ethical or a moral temptation or uh the temptation to have another cup of coffee out of the French press at nine o'clock at night because you just want to keep going. Uh, don't don't try and sit there and uh, negotiate with your internal conscience because generally you won't win. You're yeah. much better off just to get out of that situation, get around other people, or uh, you know, get with God if that's you know not other people aren't around, and uh, just get out of there. Yeah. Leave the temptation in your dust. Yeah that's a good point good stuff all right let me pray for us to that end and lord god we thank you for this day and the week ahead of us and i pray for each person that's listening today that father as we encounter temptation um it's not a sin to be tempted but it is a sin when we yield to it and i pray particularly for those of us who may be in in compromising situations or uh, potentially in those situations that you will cause us just to get out of them, to run, to exit and not try to stand ground or pretend that we can negotiate our way through it. Um, thank you for the example of Joseph and how his life continues to speak into ours. Go with us. We pray this day, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you everyone who tuned in to listen. Uh, if you enjoyed hearing about Potiphar's wife, having the hots for Joseph, Wait till next week when we probably start diving into prison, right? Is that where we're going now? Uh, I think we may be going to prison next oh, week. Oh, boy. Well, that'll be fun. We could come up with some good graphic art for the, the Facebook page and everything. Well, at least get the flanograph back out. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good time as we continue in our series of Now What? The Life of Joseph. Uh, if you enjoy this, feel free to go ahead and like, comment, rate, subscribe, or share it with somebody who you think would also enjoy it or benefit from it. And uh, of course, if you want to get in contact with us or find out more about the church, I encourage you to go to hillcrestjamestown.com or uh, go to at hillcrestjamestown as your social media tag. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. You can also find us at 845 and 11 on Sunday mornings uh, live 
um, in, in person and also on our Facebook uh, live stream and YouTube uh, channel. You can find us at Hillcrest Jamestown. Thank you.